Welcome to the Career Zone podcast, where each episode we spend some time focusing on something that's on students' minds right now. I'm your host, Rachel, Employability and Careers Consultant with the University of Exeter. You can catch up on all of our episodes by doing all of those subscribing and following things. We're on Spotify and iTunes. My name is Joan Wright and I'm an employability and careers consultant working in the business school with master student and I'm joined today by Keshav Gujral who I know from his undergraduate days here. Keshav graduated last year that's in 2022. So Keshav very welcome here today. Can you tell us a little bit about where you're from, a bit about you and what degree you studied at Exeter? So my name is Keshav Gujral and uh, like Joan already mentioned, I'm from the University of Exeter, a proud alumni. I graduated last year. So a bit of context, I was born and bred in India, in, in particular in Delhi, or if people who are from India, they will know Gurgaon, which is close to Delhi. And I lived there up until the age of 18. I did all my high school, my 10th grade, up until 10th grade, everything from India. And then obviously I did want to come abroad to study because it's very boring to live in one country. I feel each to its own, but I feel it's nice to explore different countries in the globalization world. So I came to the UK in 2018 because I felt intuitively it'll be a good place to come and explore further education. Fortunately, I did uh, well in my international baccalaureate, which is the 12th grade, and I got admission in University of Exeter. I was always very interested in management and in marketing, and luckily the university was offering a course called Management with Marketing. So I thought, bullseye, you know, let's go for this <laughs> course, and I got admission in the university for this course. When I saw that there's a course called Management with Marketing with industrial experience, which means you can work for one year during your third year, um, and I'm glad I took that decision and then come back in your fourth year. So then I thought, let's apply for the job experience course. You know, um, it'll just make me more wiser when I'm applying for graduate jobs. Luckily, I got a placement as well, which was a bit interesting because I was working for a British company in India. So that was a fun experience. And then I completed my fourth year and I started looking for graduate jobs. I was, again, I was looking in the field of marketing, business development, consulting sort of comes in between that. And lo and behold, courtesy the efforts of the Career Zone team and the small efforts I made, uh, <laughs> I got a, I got a job at Deloitte and in consulting, and I'm in it as we speak. And I think it's the greatest thing that's happened in my life up until now. When you were in your final year, you know, were you sure what you wanted to apply for? Did you apply for a range of jobs in your final year? You know, what were you, what were you looking for really? You know, in the case of my, in my case, actually, because I had done a placement, I had more clarity. And to be honest, I don't want to sound pompous or arrogant when I say this. I always knew, sort of, I wanted to enter the field of business. Obviously, business is a very big area. So when I did a placement, it just reinforced my idea that I love business. I love marketing. I love improving operations. So that I was pretty much clear in that sense. So I had that advantage, if you must add, in terms of doing a placement. So to answer your question, when I came in my final year, yes, I had an idea that I want to get into the field of business. So I was fixed in terms of that, okay, I want to get into the field of business. I don't want to become a scientist. 
but within the field of business, I was very open. So when I was applying for graduate jobs, it was marketing jobs in the aviation sector. It was marketing jobs in the media sector. It was marketing jobs in uh, in a very client facing sort of a company like Big Wave Marketing. Uh, but at the same time, I was applying for business development roles. I had not applied to any consulting roles in uh, my final year. And it was not out of a, it just didn't happen. I didn't think of it surprisingly. And it's a bit funny in retrospect, but somehow I applied for consulting and I always enjoy, I always found consulting very interesting because I'd done a bit of it in a different context in my placement year. So I applied for a consulting role and I got the job at, at Deloitte. So the lesson I learned out of all of this was that, yes, I was fixed in terms of knowing that I wanted to do business, but I always kept a very open idea. And I think the people who will listen to this podcast or to this snippet, uh, I think the best advice I can give is, without sounding too preachy, is that at this juncture of our lives, at this era of world we live in, we should be have an idea of what we want to do, but we should be open to opportunities that are in present. I feel that I'm doing consulting in tech strategy and transformation because technology is really what the world is going through right now. So uh, yes, I did have an idea, but I kept an open mind as well. And luckily it worked in my favor. So, you know, the UK jobs market is, is very different from how the Indian jobs market is structured, isn't it? Anything that stands out for you in terms of difference? You know, um, I don't want to sound, I don't want to demean any uh, job market. And I think each mm-hmm. job market has its own strengths and weaknesses. Uh, I think uh, from an Indian's point of view, who has come to the UK to study, I think in terms of the strengths of the UK job market is that it is more seamless in that when you want to apply for a job, you can just go on Google, apply for a job, hopefully get an interview and get it. But in India, it's not so straightforward because, uh, you know, the portals that are available for students graduating out of university or completing a bachelor's, the portals to apply, it's it's still developing. I'm sure it will develop in the future, but I think the ability to, the process of getting a job, it's more seamless in the UK. So I think that's the main thing that stands out. But the opportunities yeah. obviously vary according to country. Yeah. country yeah. And, I, and I think the Indian market is very results focused. So the type of university you went to, the stature of that university and the actual grade you got, whereas in the UK, it's much more skills focused. Employers aren't always terribly interested whether you've got a, a distinction or a merit even in your master's or, or a first or a second in your bachelor's degree, but they are interested in the skills that you've developed and how you've developed yeah. those skills. Uh, a good point. So if we were talking a little bit more about the recruitment process then now, so I'm I'm sure, Kesha, without wanting to pry too much, you know, you've had rejections as well as, you know, acceptances. It hasn't all been easy. What would be your advice to an international student applying for the graduate market? What should they do at Exeter? You know, so I love this question, Joan. I think it's it's, it's going to be my favourite question because it has the term, which you said, lots of rejections. And I think that's one thing um, I would say Indian students, because that's who you're speaking to essentially. I'll answer this question in two parts. First, I'll answer it from a mindset point of view, and then I'll get to the technical things like CV, cover letter. So from the mindset point of view, obviously I went through a lot of rejections and I learned after my placement year got over, like I went through a lot of rejections, a lot, like every company was rejecting me. In my unit, my graduate scheme up until Deloitte came, it's not that I had, you know, 
three or four offers. It's like the right offer came, the right company saw the right me and it worked out. So mindset wise, I would say you will get rejected, but be clear that it's not you, it's them. I don't mean it in a very arrogant way. Uh, I'm just trying to make sure that people don't dwell on the rejection or on the negativity surrounding rejection. Sometimes what happens is that a company is looking for a person with a certain set of skills and experiences. And at that point of time, the experiences that you have to offer don't match despite having your first class, despite leading your sports team. You know, sometimes it just doesn't work out. So when you when when I say that it's not you, it's them, it's just saying that you're great, but it's just that what they're not looking for in the moment. And there was another thing I had noted down as well, which I wanted to say was along these lines was that Think of it, when you get rejected, think of it as their loss. That's what your mindset should be. Because it gives you the ability to do two things. One, which is the freedom to fail. That, okay, I can fail. It's okay, I'm human. People will fail. Steve Jobs failed innumerable times before he created Apple. So it's their loss. It will allow you to fail. And secondly, I think it will also make sure that you you remain confident. When you remain confident of your abilities, neither do you become too arrogant, neither do you become too, say, negative about yourself. You're like, okay, they didn't want me, but I am good enough. I'll keep working hard. I'll get there at one point of time. So your mindset should be like that, that it's their loss. I'm actually very good. That being said, that don't become too confident of yourself that you forget that you have to actually work on yourself in terms of working and finding experiences that will help you in your job, bringing clarity uh, on what you want to do post-university. The second thing I would want to say about mindset would be it's okay to be stressed and I would advise all the students to be stressed. I don't know, I think Joan, we worked together in my final year and I think my mindset was much more better then because when I was applying for my placement year, I used to be very, very stressed. And stressed to a point, I dwelled on it too much. It was a waste of my energy. But I did realize that it is also good to be stressed. Because if you're not stressed, how will you be motivated to work hard? It's like when you go to a gym, you bench press. The more you bench press, the more pain you get and the more muscle you make. So you have to put in those extra hours. You have to sacrifice, say, a night out. You have to sacrifice certain things of your life to to get that extra result. So it's okay to be stressed, but don't dwell on it, like I said. So that would be my advice in terms of the mindset I would like students to keep. In terms then, I mean, you've you've alluded to uh, lots of careers help along the way, but, you know, what would you say was the help that you got from the careers team? How would you advise Indian students studying at Exeter to engage with the careers team? Again, I'll answer this in two parts. I would say that it helped me in one sense with motivation. I think when Indian students are away from their parents uh, in a foreign country, uh, doing something that they've never done before, which is applying for jobs in a foreign country, it, it always has like words of encouragement, words of positivity, words of motivation. So I remember through my two years I spent with the, play, with the careers team because I was doing a placement as well. I think the motivation I got from all of you, and I, I'm not saying it because I'm speaking to you right now, genuinely I say this, that these words of motivation are the most important thing that you will get. And I would recommend all the Indian students at Exeter do go to them because they are sort of like your mother and your father figures in the world of career zone. You know, in that world, yeah. they will really help you and they genuinely want to help you. Uh, they just want you to do well. So I take full advantage of that. Technically speaking, I would say 
like I had said before, it makes I think going to the career zone team for me it made me more self-aware. Uh, because when you speak to them, when you speak to someone who has seen so many students transition from a university to a job atmosphere, they've seen how students develop. They've seen various skills in various contexts, so they have a lot of knowledge. So when you speak to them, when you talk to them about your aspirations, they get an idea, they get some insight, and they can advise you. Again, you know, I'll get into, these are also very important things that people tend to ignore. But things like developing a CV and a cover letter. I had a problem that I like, like I write too much. I also speak too much. And I remember I had a lot of advice and insight on how I can make my CV more concise. I remember when I met, I don't know if you remember this zone, but you were in that room as well. I so on my first meeting with the career zone. I had taken a three or four page CV and in marketing, you only allowed a two page CV. And I remember, uh, you know, the, the wonderful lady, she was advising me on how I can make it concise, how I can actually show the employer what skill I want to show them. You know, so those things, you know, for, for someone like me or for anyone who's coming to a new country, they, the Kharizon team actually knows the UK market. They've seen a lot of students. So I think don't be arrogant that why should I go to them? Be blessed that you have help like that available at the universities. So. Just in terms of Exeter more broadly, mm -hmm. so for any student, whether studying at undergraduate or master's level, there are so many additional things that you can join in clubs and societies and sports, Green Consultant Scheme, Exeter Award, that there are lots of things there. And students often, really master's students, don't have a lot of time. What's your advice in terms of um, engaging with all of these societies and these extras that you can sign up for at Exeter? That's a very good question. I think because for a bachelor student, obviously you have four years or three years to sort of thing, but for a master's student, it's that one year. So I think in retrospect, the best piece of advice would be focus. I think when you come to do your master's, you have done your bachelor's, and in some cases, people also have some job experience. So I think people should perhaps be more reflective when they come in for the masters, because when you're more reflective, you understand, okay, this is what I'm good at. This is what I'm bad at. I have this much time, how I can use it. So focus plays a very important role there because in that limited time that you can do what actually will benefit you, what will make you happy. And I think, yeah, I think just the focus would be the, the most important aspect in that sense. I remember I, in my final year, I had joined the Exeter University Theatre Company, uh, the Theatre Society, because I love media a lot. And I thought, you know, it's a good experience I'll get. I think more than the media, the biggest gain I had from that joining that society was uh, the multicultural thing. The ability to speak to someone who's not from my culture, who, who I have no understanding of, but just speak to them and, you know, um, understand their culture, be inquisitive. Fantastic. So finally, then, just in terms of with industrial experience students, because I'm sure we'll share some of some of your advice with industrial experience students. You completed your third year placement with Big Wave Media. What advice would you give first and second year students? Because are you when when did you get your place? Was it towards the end of year two when you got your placement, Keshav? Or that's right. Not everybody gets their placement in before Christmas in second year, do they? I mean, that, that's the dream for students, but obviously very few get it very early in yeah. second year. So perseverance, is, is that a message there then? Biggest, yeah, biggest actually, you've said it yourself, uh, perseverance. And 
and I think it just was a natural thing in me that I wanted to do it and I, I knew I had to get it. So yeah, just constantly staying motivated. I think the difference again in when I was doing my placement was because it was a new experience for me. My mindset was not very thick skin. But when I came into my final year, I had the self-confidence that I will get a graduate job in the end. Somehow it will work out. I had this faith in my ability, you know, because I knew I'm hardworking. I knew I'm focused. I knew of my strengths. So my biggest advice would be don't get too stressed. And that can happen more often than not. The second advice I would give would be that look at the placement as an opportunity of, of a stepping stone into your career. It doesn't mean that it has to be the same sector. Like in my case, you know, not that it's bad to work for a small company, but I worked for a relatively small company and then I've jumped up to the beast, uh, you know, but it yes. helps me regardless, uh, you know, it helps me regardless. Keshav, thank you so much for talking to us today and for sharing your words of wisdom and your advice with current um, Exeter students. I know we'll keep in touch and follow your career. Sort of a year in now, you're already doing really well and and enjoying your job, which is the most important thing, actually, isn't it? I know, absolutely. And, And there's one thing I really wanted to say on the call. Once you do get your dream job, don't sit back and oh, once you get a job that you like, in my case, I was over the moon when I got Deloitte. But my advice there would be, I heard this famous quote that will summarize it. The top of one mountain is the beginning of the next mountain. So once you get the next stage, you have to work even harder. I'm still restless. I'm still wanting to do well. I'm as ambitious as I was. And I think that's the key. I have to go up from here. I have to learn. I have to be curious. I have to still work on myself. So don't dwell on your failures, but don't dwell on your successes either. Just just go with the flow. Yeah, that would be the best advice. This was the Career Zone podcast brought to you by the University of Exeter Career Zone. Check out iTunes and Spotify to keep up with all of our regular releases. And if you'd like us to cover something else in another episode, just send us a message hashtag careerzonepodcast at UOE Career Zone or at UOE Cornwall Career Zone on Instagram and we'll follow up in one of the next episodes.